You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, everybody. Another edition here of the Auburn Undercover Podcast on the 24-7 Sports Network. My name is Nathan King here in studio, per se, while uh, Christian and Jason are on the road watching some high school playoff games and seeing some Auburn targets tonight. But while they were on their way, um, easily the, the biggest recruiting win of Hugh Freeze's tenure thus far dropped. It was something that we had seen coming for some time, but you guys, Cam Coleman flips from Texas A&M to Auburn. Five-star receiver, all the accolades you could possibly want um, for a recruit, regardless of position, regardless of class. He is the number eight player in the entire country. Number three receiver, number one player in the state of Alabama. Um, he becomes the number three overall commit, if assuming he signs, in Auburn football history. And, uh, and Auburn moves closer to a top 10 class for 2024. So, Christian, I'll, I'll go to you first. Um, you know, we knew that Auburn, you know, Hugh Freeze didn't let up here. The staff did not let up, even after he committed to Texas A&M. Then Jimbo Fisher gets fired. Then it is announced that Damian Craig is not going to be retained, all while Coleman, I believe he was in Auburn for two straight visits there. Just kind of walk us through how Auburn, it was sort of a perfect storm for them to be able to to close out on him and, uh, and their efforts while he was committed to A&M seemed to finally pay off. Yeah, I mean, Nathan, it all kind of goes back to Keep in mind in January and December when Marcus Davis was first hired, who was the first guy that he reached out to? It was Cam Coleman. That was their guy from the get-go that they did not want to live without. And you know he makes the surprise commitment to the Aggies in the summer, and that didn't change a thing for Auburn. They kept recruiting him just as hard, honestly, if not ramping it up after, uh, to that point. And, you know, they had been recruiting him really hard as well. Um, and so – you know, going into the season, you kind of knew that Jimbo Fisher was on the hot seat a little bit, and it works out for Auburn in this case that Jimbo does get fired. Auburn keeps getting Cam on campus. Even when Cam wasn't coming to campus, you know, he took a visit to Colorado. His little brother and his mom came to campus for, I think it was the Georgia game, maybe. It was it was an early game in the season. But, you know, they get his family on campus. They just kept up with Cam. They kept up with his family. And then, you know, they pounced at the opportunity as soon as Jimbo was gone. And you knew once Jimbo was gone that Damian Craig was also probably not going to be retained. And so Auburn jumped on the opportunity to really get their guy. And Jason, we talked with Pat Nix um, a little while ago, and it's a guy that has very lofty comparisons for very good reason. Yeah. Um, Patrick Nix, I mean, this one for us started um, two springs ago because walking out on a practice field in in May down in Phoenix city and, and Patrick Nix, you know, Carmelo English was the guy at the time. Everybody was kind of recruiting him 
uh, wide receiver to wind up in Michigan. But Patrick Nick said, hey, that's the guy that's the NFL guy. And we were like, okay. Um, and, you know, we, we talked to Patrick Nix two weeks ago, and he said, look, Patrick was at Georgia Tech when Calvin Johnson was there. And he's like, hey, this is a, this, a similar kind of guy. And so um, I think when you look at, at the comparisons of him, for me, it's kind of like an A.J. Green kind of thing, where I think about, you know, potentially a guy that looks like A.J. Green, that long athletic body, can go up and get the ball. He probably attacks the football as well as anybody I can remember at the wide receiver position. So when you start talking about bringing in a guy of, of that talent, that length, um, for a wide receiver group that hasn't had that type of guy in a long, long time, then um, it's hard to put an emphasis on how important this one is for Auburn in terms of just adding a really talented wide receiver, but also getting back in Phoenix City. That's a place Auburn's been trying to get to for a long, long time. And uh, and you get one of the best ones in Cam Coleman. So it's it's an absolutely monster day and a monster get for Auburn. Yeah, Christian, we were talking a little bit before we got started. You know, going back to when Hugh Freeze was hired, we sort of said, all right, if they get a – obviously they salvaged the 23 class really well. Um, if they get, you know, a top 12 class, top 12, 13-ish in 2024 – That'll be really good because, like Hugh Freeze said from from the get go, you know you're you're playing from behind. Even for 25, you're playing from behind when you when you were hired. When he was, they are now firmly in position to where, like you said, this isn't a huge class right now, numbers wise, to where they start to fill out. And you look at the top, the guys that they got who are at the top of their class now is Cam Coleman, is Perry Thompson, and Demarcus Riddick. Not only obviously five star guys, guys who can make impacts from day one, but the trend of Hugh Freeze flipping power five, not only power five commits, but SEC rival um, commitments continues here for Auburn. Um, I guess just how do you see this class sort of, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little bit getting closer to signing day about, um, you know, guys they could possibly try to flip and guys they could get here at the end. But I guess just how big of a, of a centerpiece now is, is Cam Coleman for a class that already had a bunch of good players in it? Yeah, Nathan, I mean, uh, obviously, he's he becomes kind of the crown jewel, being the highest rated guy. But you know, you can't discount. It's you know, you said it's the biggest recruiting win in the Hugh Freeze era. For me, it's it's really close between him and Perry Thompson, just because you did flip Perry from Alabama and because of you know what that kind of meant for Auburn for this class. But it, it's hard to it's hard to overstate just how big he is for Auburn and how big he is for that receiver room. You know, we've seen the receiver room struggle really all year long and. Now, all of a sudden, Marcus Davis, an extremely young coach who has not been coaching college football in terms of being a position coach for all that long at all, this is his first real big opportunity um, after working at you know George Southern and being at Hawaii there for a little bit. And he's got the top two receivers in the state of Alabama for 2024 in five stars. Um, and he's got Bryce Kane, a top 247 player that you know, they identified really early on. He was a pretty lowly ranked three-star got him on and now he's pretty highly ranked and Malcolm Simmons considered one of the best athletes in the class. The wide receiver hall is pretty insane. Um, and you know, Jason, we saw it on Twitter, Perry Thompson and them talking about it saying four or five, you know, they're all, they're all making a push now for Ryan Williams who could potentially reclassify from 2025 to 2024. And at that point, you're not, you know, we're already in the territory of, potentially the best receiver class in Auburn history. At that point, if you pull that off, you're looking at the best receiver class 
in college football history yeah. you know, on paper. Yeah, it, it could be right there. I mean, Auburn, the only thing that is is in comparison for Auburn would be a class when you brought in Ben Obamanu, Devin Aroma should do, uh, Courtney Taylor, uh, Anthony Mix, and, uh, and you also had um, Monte Pitts from Ochapoca who uh, ended up being a defensive back for Auburn but was in that class too. So you start talking about what you're able to bring in in a class like that. Those guys wound up being a centerpiece of, of you know, part of an undefeated season in 2004. So it was a big part of a class then. And I think you start talking about, um, you know, what you're looking for, how, you know, out of this group and what they can bring to the table. And the thing is, is athleticism and playmaking ability right out of the gate. And we saw it this year. They're able to do some of those things. But, you know, now when you, you add competition and you add extreme talent to the mix, and now it's a, it's a group, I think, that for Auburn you can point to as, you know, a bunch of guys that have a chance to play early and Cam Coleman is right at the top of the list. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I mean, talking about instant impact, I think that was something that was brought up on Twitter today. It's not only getting a five-star, not only getting a guy um, that is one of the best recruits Auburn has ever had in Cam Coleman, but at that receiver position in particular, I know there were a lot of fan, you know, frustrations with with that group, but, you know, there were a lot of growing pains for them um, this season. But, Jason, I'm you know, the Pac-12 title game is on right now in the background, and I'm watching Jalen Polk for uh, for Washington take him right down the field. Obviously, Roman Dunze is, is a crazy good player. It just it, – it changes an offense so much, and we've seen it in the past with Hugh Freeze. Maybe it's not their true freshman seasons for, for guys like Cam Coleman and, uh, and Perry Thompson. Maybe it's a year down the line. Maybe it's two years down the line. But we have seen in college football, particularly when you get to the end of the season, when you have these high leverage moments in, in championship type settings, the difference that that makes having those players. Obviously, you know, Auburn wants really good quarterback play. They think Walker White could be a starter of the future. But, you know, Jason, you've been you've been talking about it for a long time, having the explosion and having the consistency here at receiver, even if you don't get Ryan Williams, having two of these three guys and then Kane and, and Malcolm Simmons is there as well. You feel like for two or three years down the line, you have raised the ceiling for what this Auburn offense could look like under Hugh Freeze. Yeah, no, it's it's you're right. And, and we talked about it really since they walked off the field uh, against Alabama last week, the need to get better around the quarterback position. Um, Peyton Thorne's a guy that out, does he have to improve his game? Yeah, absolutely he does. But I think there's enough there to win with, but it all it all depends on how much better you get around him. We saw the offensive line improve. The running game is is getting better. The one the one area, and it was an area when they when they walked in the door, the two things they said we got to do better is, is a offensive line, wide receivers. 
they tried to address the wide receiver group by being in, bringing in, you know, some grad transfer guys, some veteran guys, and that didn't work. Um, it wasn't the answer. But this is a group that has the talent. Now you're going to have to – you're right. You'll have to see how quickly they can adjust and adapt. And, you know, right now the plan is for Bryce Kane and Cam Coleman to both be on campus in spring practice. And um, if you do that, then that gives them a huge leg up to make a move and to be ready to go. And if Cam Coleman is on, is on campus and goes through spring practices for Auburn and, and he stays healthy and he's ready to go opening day, my guess is if he's not already a starter, he's going to play a bunch. Yeah, just anybody who's – I mean, I you guys have obviously seen him play a lot more. I've only seen him in camp settings a couple times, but we were just – I mean, we were just sitting there kind of shaking our heads at – at the talent that uh, that he has, and so certainly a lot of guys that uh, that bring a lot of excitement for this twenty four class. Christian, before we get you guys out of here, just you know, obviously Coleman is the guy who should get a lot of focus right now. It's it's one of the biggest recruiting wins Auburn has had in a long time. But just a couple nuggets that you're that you're looking for here as we get closer and closer to signing day. What are you keeping your eye on um, as Auburn has a very realistic chance now, if not maybe close to a guarantee that they're going to get a top ten class here. It was, uh, you know, Nathan, it was the guy that we were watching tonight in Jeremiah Beeman, who uh, is committed to Alabama from Parker. Um, they end up losing to Clay Chalkville and DJ Barber. But, you know, that's uh, it, it's an elite defensive lineman. You know, they're still involved with LJ McCray, um, the Florida commit. Not fully sure what Auburn's chances are there. Um, but we do kind of feel like that Auburn does have a chance with Jeremiah Beeman been on campus several times this fall alone and then uh, took his official visit. I want to say for the Georgia game as well. Sorry, we're navigating traffic here a little bit, but Jeremiah Beeman would be really one of the big ones. The other one would be you know, more of a long shot, but um, KJ Bolden, a guy that Dukes reported on in the Duke scoops earlier this week, that there's a chance that he could end up back on campus for another visit before signing day. And then you look at the offensive line, you know, they still haven't gotten a commitment from favor Edwin quite yet, but you feel like they're close to getting one. Um, speaking of Texas A&M commits, you still feel like they're in a position where they can flip Cohen Eccles from Texas A&M, um, the top two, four, seven offensive lineman from Katie. I think that one will play out a little bit longer as you know, he is an A&M legacy and he's from that area. So I think he'll wait to see kind of who A&M hires as its new offensive line coach, how that staff shakes out and whatnot. But, there's definitely a path for Auburn to get into the top 10. Ryan Williams, obviously, if he reclassified, would be a big one as well. Um, so Auburn has plenty of options to get into the top 10. You know, I think this is their 19th commitment, I want to say. Still expecting probably a decommitment from Martavius Collins, the tight end, at some point. So really kind of sitting at 18, um, and they're ranked inside the top 15 now. So once they add a couple more guys, they've got – you know, Juco as well, Seth Wilfred, the offensive lineman. They've got plenty of options to be able to get inside that top 10, which would be pretty monumental for Hugh Freeze and the staff, especially when you look to the future and what they've already got going in 2025 and now in 2026 as well. Yeah, so just a huge day here um, on Friday to, to kick off the month of December, pretty much, pretty much right as Hugh Freeze begins his second year of work at Auburn. Um, it comes with a massive recruiting win in the 24 class and uh, we are really looking forward to seeing what the next few weeks hold for Auburn in recruiting as they get close to signing day and obviously Christian and Jason will continue working hard to bring you guys all kinds of information on that we hope you guys enjoyed 
this episode today. If you guys did, please go leave us a five-star review. That's the number one thing that helps us out. The bumper music is by Beats by Mordecai. You guys can follow him on Twitter, SoundCloud, and Instagram. Until the next episode, we'll catch you guys later. Everybody, enjoy your weekend. Talk to you all soon. imaginary friends are real this is just so exciting this friday get ready for the movie event with the greatest cast you've ever imagined showtime ryan reynolds john krasinski Haley fleming fiona shaw phoebe waller bridge lewis gossett jr matt damon emily blunt george clooney maya rudolph bradley cooper sebastian maniscalco john stewart sam rockwell aquafina keegan michael key and steve carell i need to throw up or i need a snack it's one of the two gross if ready pg parental guidance suggested written and directed by john krasinski